Welcome back on the KYMM Morning Show. At this time, we're joined by phone by State Senator Rich Draheim from District 20. Uh, good morning, Senator. You are uh, en route to the to the Capitol this morning? Yes, I am. Uh, we had uh, um, a busy weekend. My daughter uh, is an FFA, and they had their state convention this weekend. They had a fundraiser for that over the weekend, and then... Um, my son had a hockey tournament, of course, so we were we were traveling, and so I I just heading up this morning to the Capitol. All right, were you with all that going on over the weekend? Were you able to catch the state of the state speech last night by the governor? You know, I I, I saw some of it. Um, you know, it's they sent out an email saying that um, capacity was limited. And I figured with that and the fact that my son needed a ride to school this morning that I would I would pass on, on sitting through that um, because it was on a Sunday. Normally it's done during the week, um, you know, when when we're all in St. Paul. Um, so but I but I did hear hear the highlights of it and, and saw a little of it. Hey, let's uh, let's get your thoughts on that. Was there anything that jumped out at you? Anything that maybe wasn't expected from the governor? No, it, it's just, you know, you can tell it's an election year and, and that's not a partisan dig. Um, you know, it, all, all sides are, are playing the political election year. Um, you know, the you know public safety was talked about, unemployment insurance. You know, I keep on talking about that $50,000 a day was brought up. Um and I don't think everybody understands. We took the governor's proposal and ran with it and got very overwhelming bipartisan support in the Senate and passed it because we knew uh, months ago. And we knew it cost $50,000 a day in the interest of the federal government. Uh, it's money we owe. It's a credit card bill that we have uh, with a surplus. We should pay our debt off first. Um, so it, it's being political, politicized, I guess. And um, you know that that was brought up. He he did make a statement last week that really made the house mad because the house hasn't acted on this, um, and and we have in the Senate. Um, so there, there's a lot of disruption in the house right now, and they're at odds with with the governor over this um so it's just interesting times you can tell it's election year uh you know the public safety comments that he made um you know it's it's kind of ironic looking at stuff that we've worked on way before the last two years and everything that's transpired the last two years um and and the support for for public safety um, and the things that we've tried to do that I think would have helped us through the last two years. Um, and it's just unfortunate that we couldn't get that over the finish line a couple of years ago. Um, no different than, than the stuff that we tried working on with nurses. You know, I had a, I had a meeting with, um, I don't know, probably 30 hospital administrators this last week and, and kind of got their feelings on, you know, where are we right now and where do you think we'll end up at the end of the year in that health and human service sector? And, you know, they, they have concerns like all, all industries, but th there are some things on the, on the 
bill proposals in, in the House that would really affect um, staffing and in hospitals. And, you know, when we look back, like we did with public safety and what we tried to do a few years ago, same thing happened in the healthcare sector where we could have helped alleviate the stress on the hospitals with that nurse compact, which I think that's 38 or 39 states have now. Um, you know, so that that's the frustrating part when you hear speeches like this is that, you know, there's a lot of things that we work on that shouldn't be partisan. We know it's an election year. Everybody's going to go out and toot their own horn and talk smart. Um, but then you look back at what we could have done and what people stopped and blocked, um, and it would have really helped the people of Minnesota. We're talking once again with State Senator Rich Drayheim. Uh, Senator, you've got uh, some big bills that you've been working on, and we're getting uh, to the time now where uh, uh, it's it's uh, it's do or die time, I guess, getting those things through. Let's first of all talk about mental health. I know we've talked about that a number of times, but you got a bill that you're uh, trying to get through uh, now. I do. It's it's a bill that I've I've worked pretty hard on with um, Senator Rosen and Senator Senjum probably the most, um, but there are pieces of this bill um, that are bipartisan. I, I guess how I should describe it is the mini bus bill. Um, so it, it's probably a dozen different bills combined into one. And when, when we, started the discussion this year on, on mental health, you know, we talked about what we've tried to do in the past and haven't been able to get done. And mental health isn't a real partisan issue. It's, you know, what, what's the right thing to do? There's good ideas on both sides of the aisle. So we sat down and went through not all the mental health bills, because there's over a hundred of them, um, but took probably the top 40 uh, mental health bills or we thought were help, helpful solutions um, and, and just made a list and started taking bits and pieces of all of them and combined them into one bill. And, and that's the bill that, that I have um, that really addresses three main pieces. And one is we need more professionals in the mental health arena so we have some ideas, some solutions in there that will help in that path. Um, and then we need more access. So, you know, when, when I was campaigning the first time back in 16, I would talk about mental health as one of the things that we needed to address. And after I was done speaking, someone would always come up to me and say, thank you for bringing up mental health. I had to drive my loved one six or eight hours to find somewhere for them to get help. And, and we're talking about Minnesota, one of the leading states on health care and care in the whole country, if not the whole world. And people are having to drive that far. So we need more access. And then the last piece, of course, is how to fund it. So more funding, more professionals, and more access. All right. So hopefully that'll, that'll, 
be through on finance tomorrow. All right. That uh, are there proposals on how to uh, to finance this whole thing? How to fund it? Uh, will it be? Um, you know, with the surplus that we have, or is that something we're just going to have to work into our general budget? It'll be our general fund budget mm-hmm. um, is how most of it. You know, there there is quite a few things that are funded from uh, the federal government when we look at health care. Um, and, and there are some uh, date deadlines and age cutoffs. And, you know, it, it does uh, it, it does get complicated. Um you know, part of this is for school, some of it's telemedicine. Um, so there's a lot of different little sectors in in this bill, and they all have a little different funding source, and, uh, and that's part of why it makes it so complicated. All right. Once again, Senator Dreheim is with us. You've also been working on a, a big housing bill uh, for the uh, Housing Finance and Policy Committee. Uh, tell us about that and uh, what, uh, what its chances are of getting through. Well... You know, we're, we're quite a ways apart. So my year-end bill for my committee that I chair um, will will be up, I think, on Wednesday. And, um, you know, I, I spend um, $50 million, and then I allocate some of the money that the agency already has. So it's a total of $65 million. And the proposal on the other side uh, their main bill is um, well over a billion dollars. Um, so we're we're light years apart, and uh, you know most of my solutions are free market solutions. Theirs are ongoing spending, um, and and of course a lot of the ideas are, are good ideas on both sides, uh, but we're a long ways apart. Um, so. I, I have an uphill battle. Um, you know, I, I was not given a billion dollars, nor do I need a billion dollars. Um, so that, that, that's some of the challenges that we have to work through is, you know, where, where is the Senate at versus the House? And um, they're on different planets right now um, when it comes to housing. So, but that'll be up on Wednesday. So I hope it goes well. And then, of course, um, we'll have to go to conference committee and and see what happens. Senator Dreheim is with us uh, from District 20. Uh, Senator, what about uh, anything else that you'd like to bring up? Any other bills or uh, big events uh, coming up? You know, we'll, we'll be working on bills like my housing bill all week this week. You know, we're coming down the last more or less three weeks of, of really getting work done. Um in in the senate um so it'll be a lot of what we call hurry up and wait um where we're waiting for something to come over from the house or they're waiting for something from us um so it's it's an interesting time of the year all right well thank you so much for taking some time pulling over and talking with us for a while much appreciated have a, a great week and we'll talk to you next monday i appreciate jeff thank you yeah take care